Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Matt and this is Journey to Freedom podcast. This show is all about traveling, financial freedom, success stories and so much more. In this podcast, I talk with a diverse community of people about their stories from around the world and my own life experiences with traveling and finance. Join me to my weekly series to learn more. Hey everyone, this week's episode will be like no other. And this is because it will be a solo episode where I'll be talking about my story with financial independence, how to wisely save and budget your money, what a financial independence really is, and how to work towards achieving it. And before you decide to skip on this week's episode because it might sound too boring or technical, let me tell you, it is really not. Today's episode might be one of the most important of all of them. And this is because I want to paint a picture in a very honest and straightforward way so that you can understand some of the principles of money management, something that all of us deal on a daily basis. And some of us are great at it and really know how to budget, save and invest, and others really live that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle and don't really know how to manage their finances. And yes, of course, this show is primarily about travel, success stories, guest experiences in their lives, but it's also about finance because without understanding the essentials on how to make smart financial choices, you will not going to be able to lower your living expenses, eliminate debt, maximize your credit card benefits, or take that trip to Paris for half of what you think you'll have to pay for. So this episode that I'm bringing to you right now, which will be in two parts, is absolutely packed with my own life experiences, stories that I have heard on financial podcasts, and also books that I have read over the past few years. I really hope that you'll find these two episodes very informative and after listening to them, you'll have a better awareness of where your money is going and how you can manage your money in the right way. Also, all this information, including show notes, my personal budgeting and investing spreadsheets, and of course, so much more, it all can be found on my Patreon page. I'll make sure to put a link in the description below. So let's get right to today's episode and start with my own journey because everyone has their own life story and we all learn from our mistakes throughout our lifetimes. My financial story started around the age of 18. Um, that was around the time when I moved to the US and I was fully dependent on my parents for the first two years. At that time, I opened my first bank account with Bank of America got my first debit card and things started changing pretty slowly but around the age of 20 I started finally being more independent. Um, in the early 20s I'd say mainly thanks to my ex as well as uh, because of a tight budget and really high cost of living in California I started making more smart financial moves. I bought a used car um, for cash, so I did not have to pay for a lease. I also learned how to cook. That was definitely a long process, but it saved me tons of money on restaurants in the long term. 
I also bought food that was on sale. I was looking for a lot of weekly deals in a grocery store and using my phone app and trying to look for the best deals. I also bought clothes on sale or when I was in Poland, so I was able to get more value of the dollar. And also, I always rented a room, which costed me about six to $800 a month, which, of course, saved me a lot of money in the long term. At that time, I really did not have a saving account. I would put all my money into traditional checking, and I would not really budget or save, and I had that paycheck-to-paycheck mentality. And throughout the next years, I was really grateful to have received multiple scholarships and financial aid that really fully covered my education and allowed me to be more flexible with my money. With the excess of it, I opened my first Wells Fargo saving account and I was trying to contribute as much as possible during my work and school years. Over the next few months, I actually learned that my Wells Fargo saving account's APY, which is an annual percentage yield, is 0.01%. So at that time, I remember I researched that American Express or LI Bank had API around 25 to 3.5%, which of course was a huge difference. I opened a new saving account and transferred all my money. And back in 2006, I finally opened my first credit card line and started learning more about having a credit card history, how cashback works, what are the ways of earning points, etc. But I think everything pretty much changed for me back in May 2019 because I realized that I've I've saved some money over the past few years, but the moment I stop working and I travel or stay at home or sleep, my money is not really growing and it's actually losing the value because of inflation. And I really wanted to understand a little bit more on how my money can grow while not spending time at work, which is also known as passive income. This is a time I remember that After a few days of graduating from my university, I really wanted to find out how I can do that. Uh, One day I woke up and then spent all day on YouTube making notes and learning about the principles of stock market, where to buy stocks, what are dividends, about all that information that can be really easily accessible online. So ever since then, pretty much, I've been continuously saving, investing, and slowly getting towards my financial independence. And here comes the main part of this episode. What is financial independence? Well, some of you might be familiar with it, some of you might never heard about it, and some might have a misconception that financial independence, also known as FI, is all about spending the money on expensive hotels, first-class tickets, and dining at high-end restaurants around the world. Well, the biggest problem right here is that many people do not have financial goals. They don't have enough investment knowledge, they don't have monthly budget, and are many times in some sort of debt, whether it's a credit card or student loans or or mortgage debt. Many people also live that paycheck-to-paycheck lifestyle without even thinking about saving for the dark times or putting money aside for the next big purchase. So financial independence can also be described as financial freedom. It's a status of having enough money and assets to pay for one's living expenses 
without being dependent on anyone. In the simple terms, your income covers your expenses. And here's another misconception where many people think that it can be only done by millionaires or people that make six figures or work for 30, 40 years. And trust me, I have read multiple books and have listened to so many podcasts and YouTube videos of people that have reached their goal by the age of 50, 40, and even in the early 30s. And I can only tell you this, it is really possible. Look at it this way. Whether you're 24 years old right now working two jobs, having car loans and making, let's say, $30,000 a year, or you're 35 years old with a house payment and two kids making $75,000 a year, or even 40 years old, you can still achieve financial independence. Of course, everybody's path will be different. For some, it's shorter. For some, it's longer. But it really all starts from the moment you actually decide to pursue it. It usually takes about 10 to 20 years from the moment you decide to pursue it. But it largely depends on your earnings and also willingness to save and invest majority of your earnings. So many times when I talk with my friends or family members, they always ask me, why would you want to pursue a financial independence or as they say, an early retirement. And when I say early retirement, it's not your typical concept of retiring where you withdraw from an active working life and head out to Thailand and do absolutely nothing for the rest of your life. You drink cocktails in a beach and eat lobster every night. No, that's not what I mean. It's more of a concept of pursuing your passions, pursuing your desires, and really focusing on your hobbies that bring you joy and happiness while leaving your typical 9-to-5 job. For me, personally, it would be continuing capturing the beauty of the world through camera lens, spending more time with my closest friends and family, and definitely continuing the podcast so I can share more great stories and my knowledge with you. But wait, Matt, I love my job. I'm really happy with what I do and where I'm currently at. Well, this is great. You're probably one of the people that have their life goals and everything set up and happy with what you do, and that's amazing. But but what if I told you that if you can optimize your life, tweak a little bit of your daily and monthly spending habits, you can actually have enough money in 10 to 15 years to be financially independent, and you will not have to worry about house expenses, car payments, travel costs forever. And this is not a scheme. People usually seek financial independence for two reasons. One is that they just want to have more financial freedom in their life. Or maybe a second reason is they are pretty much unhappy with what they do and they want to focus on their side hustles or passions, travels, whatever they desire. So just think about it. Which one would you want to be? Are you currently happy with what you do, where you live, what career path you're on? Or would you rather be a little bit frugal and tighten up your expenses over the next few years so that you can fully enjoy your life for the next 40, 50, 60 years as supposed to be retiring in your 60s and trying to figure out out there? Well, 
For me, the answer is pretty simple, and this is why I really love reading, listening, and talking about it. It's really all about the right life choices. And before I dive more into the topic of how you can achieve FI, let me tell you one very, very important thing. The journey towards financial independence is really not an easy one. And I really want to be honest with you right here as much as possible because for many people it might sound like a fairy tale, but it's definitely not for everyone. I can tell you that it really is a lot of hard work and it requires an extraordinary amount of self-discipline, focus, and most importantly, the right mindset. Because I have met many people in my life who, once they heard about this idea of financial independent, either they did not believe in it, or they said that they are going to be financially free in the next few years. Yet, they still got their daily Starbucks, they paid full price for their airfare to Europe, and drove a car that they're still leasing and it's probably still depreciating day by day. And I always say this, it's because this whole journey to financial independence, it's not a sprint, it's a journey. This will not take you a few weeks or a few months, but many, many years. That means you really have to pay a huge attention to where your money is going on a daily basis. So where am I really going with this topic? Well, let's see. People have their daily spending habits, correct? Some people buy breakfast on the way to work, lunch during their break, or, like most people do, they get their coffee from their favorite coffee shop. And let's stop here for a second and think about it. Let's assume that you spend $7 every day on your coffee. It's, you know, your typical non-fat latte with almond milk that includes, you know, tax and a tip as well. Imagine that you put that $7 into a retirement plan. Well, that equals $196 a month or almost $2,352 a year for just a coffee. And let's just say a 10% annual return, which is, you know, what the stock market has averaged over the past 50 years. How much do you think you could save by the time you're 65 years old. And let's assume right here that you are currently 25 years old and you still have about 40 more years till retirement. So how much do you think you can actually save by the time you're 65 on just a coffee, just a coffee let alone that costs about $7? And the number is so much bigger than you can actually think. It is over $1 million and this includes foregone interest earnings over the next 40 years. And of course, this is to assume that your employer does not have a match contribution into your 401k, so a typical retirement account. And if they do, let's just say, like for many hospitality companies, they have about 5, 7, or even 9% match, which this could quickly add up over the next 20, 30 years. What I'm trying to say here is next time you decide to buy a coffee, think that it can potentially save you millions of dollars in the future. But 
let's just say that you don't spend money on a coffee, right? You don't buy breakfast on a daily basis. Well, I'm sure you spend a lot of money going out. You shop for clothes once every few weeks. You pay for your car insurance. You pay rent. You pay to get your hair or nails done. There are a lot of things that everybody pays on a weekly and daily basis. Well, and also those are all the expenses that we all face, whether we live in Los Angeles, New York, southern Florida, Poland, there's just no doubt about it. What I'm trying to say here is, with this example, is how to look at money in a little bit different way. Not your typical paycheck-to-paycheck -paycheck kind of mentality. Just think how that extra few dollars that you spend on things that you you know, quote-unquote need, it can actually stretch in the long term. Just think about it that next time you go to a restaurant with your friends, maybe think about skipping on the fancy drink that everyone is having. Maybe next time you're paying too much for your car insurance, just sit down and reconsider switching to a cheaper company. Or maybe next time you're planning on a trip to Paris, look into flights and hotel deals that can potentially save you thousands of dollars. All of this really calms down to your mindset and a true dedication over the next few years to come. Because like I mentioned before, it's really not a sprint, it's a journey, and it's a long process if you decide to do so. But, you know, don't get me wrong. Many people think that this journey to financial independence or, as they say, early retirement and the journey of saving money and not spending extra on coffee or food or travels, it's really not up to their lifestyle. I've met so many people when I introduce this concept to them, they say, well, what do you mean? I'm 25, I wanna enjoy my life. Why would I think right now about retirement, about putting that money aside if I can really enjoy my life and blow it out on things that I really want to spend money on. Why would you want to save over 50-60% of your income if your life is too short? Those are always the questions that I get. You should really enjoy it once you're so young and you should party and get that ticket to Bali or Dubai and you know get yourself that new phone that will come out probably in a few days. Well, if this is your type of thinking, then Honestly, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. At the end of it, it's pretty much your life and you should be the one making your own decisions. But also, just think about it. Wouldn't it be better to really focus on your financials right now? Really learn on how to budget, how to save, how to invest for the next 10, 15 years and have that freedom, have that 50 years of financial freedom, or let it be even 40, let it be 30. The choice is really yours. One of the last things that many people have a misconception about is saving over 50% of your paycheck and not being happy. Because in order for you to achieve FI, you really cannot just save that $7 every single month but you really should dig deep into your monthly spendings and figure out what really brings a value to you. 
and the keyword is value. Because if that, let's just say latte that you buy on every single day basis, it really brings you happiness, satisfaction, and you truly believe that that $7 that you spent is okay, it's fine. It's, it's okay. It's really fine. You can still go to Starbucks and get your latte. Really, no one should tell you how you should spend your money unless you're willing to change your habits. So, if you're having a fancy meal at a restaurant once a month or you treat yourself with a business class flight to New York and it all sounds good to you and, like I said, it brings you some sort of value and you're happy with it, you believe you want to do it, you deserve it, it's fine. It's okay. But look into spendings that you can drastically save in order to put extra money into saving and investing accounts. Because the principle right here of the financial independence and being free is to put as much money aside as possible. The more you save and the more you invest, the faster you become financially independent. And lastly, well, the key to become financially independent is to, of course, make, save, invest as much as possible. Just like I mentioned before, it really goes down to your mindset. Because, of course, you can save extra 50, 100, or $200 a month, but how about you save 400 or 500 dollars instead you really need to look at where your money is going you need to start budgeting on a weekly basis you have to understand what budgeting is and figure out how to create a budget on a weekly or monthly basis and if you need some extra help you can find out my personal spreadsheets and my investing spreadsheets on my patreon account which i'll make sure i'll put information in the link below well, I'll tell you this. I personally average saving about 50 to 60% of my income right now. And also that includes my bi-weekly paycheck, money from my side hustles, money that I receive for birthday, Christmas, just pretty much anything I can make an extra profit, I save and invest continuously. And I know you probably think, wow, 50, 60%, those are crazy numbers. Well, if you're currently saving 5 or 10% of your income, it's really great. Trust me, it's great. Most people really don't have saving accounts and they still spend their money the moment they receive their money in their bank account. But that 5 to 10%, to be very honest, will not get you where you want to be within 5 to 10 years or even 15 years. It will definitely get you a step closer to financial independence, but it will not get you there in the short term. Well, this is why you really should step up your game. It's You really have to change your mentality. You have to start saving over 30, 40, 50% of what you earn. Step by step, of course. But you might say, well, Matt, hold on. I don't have enough money to save that much. I have a lot of expenses to cover. My rent is really high, my car payments are expensive, I'm planning a trip to Singapore in a few months, and I don't think I can save that much. Well, let me tell you one thing. All those tips on how you can save so much more money, how you can stretch all this money, 
and really become one step closer to reaching a financial independence in 10 to 15 years, I'll be sharing with you on the next episode. And the next episode, episode 7, The Fundamentals of Financial Independence, part 2, will be coming out this Friday. And I'll share with you some of my personal best tips on how you can stretch your money, how you can save hundreds of dollars per month, and also a lot of information about eliminating your current debt, how to start saving, how to use travel rewards, and most importantly, how to cut down your expenses in no time. So please, make sure you subscribe, make sure you stay tuned for the upcoming episode. There will be a lot of great information. I hope that this episode brought you a little bit more of a knowledge about financials and how people really portray this financial independence that you might have heard before, you might have never heard of it, you might have had maybe some misconception, but at least right now you have a better understanding on how it's actually possible to do it, how it's possible to achieve what it's called FI in the next 10 to 15 years. And just one thing, if I could tell you to take away from this episode, that I really cannot stress out enough because all of this that I've been just saying over the past 10, 15, 20 minutes, of course it's really important. But one of the most important things that I would love to get to you is the right mindset. Without the right mindset, without the idea, without the things, without your thoughts, without the passion, the drive, the idea that you can actually you know, have an early retirement in 10 to 15 years. Without that, there will be no way that you can actually achieve it. So make sure you put your right mindset. And of course, listen to the next episode where I'll be talking more in depth on how you can achieve that. So thanks a lot for listening. Make sure you subscribe, let your friends, let your family know as well. And thanks a lot for listening. I'll definitely catch you on the next one.